Sim is getting impatient. No, I'm not getting impatient. I was just taking a look no, at it. No, I was. I, listen, listen, I wasn't Sim, getting impatient. At ask all. us if we want the Venus. <laughs> do you? No, I'm not gonna do it anymore. I'm done. <gasps> Come on. I might, I might have to retire this. <sighs> what about um? <laughs> what about? Will you please <laughs> say that? <laughs> Samosas are very fatty. Samosas are very fatty. It's deep fried. Are you kidding me? Why would you put that shit in your mouth? But they're so good. They are good, though. They are. Mm. Yeah. Who's uh. who's this character's name that's on? <laughs> that works on our boat for the gold in the golden <gasps> the Golden Girls. What? This you, this is the character. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay so he's an Indian butler. Yeah. <laughs> Which I do they have butlers in India? I'm sure yes. Of no, no, we're in do. the Florida Keys. But, yeah. but they don't. I don't know if they have yeah. any Indian butlers in the Florida Keys. But we apparently there's beans. one. So he's an Indian immigrant who moved here and became a butler. He here. owned a <laughs> yes. used car dealership. Oh, okay. Yeah, for the <laughs> Korean car that went out of uh, the Kia or something. Kia still in business. But, um, okay, well, when we're when we make the show, it won't be. It won't okay, be. Gotcha. It's going to be like 30 years from now. Right. <laughs> I can't wait. All right, I'm in. Thirty years. Who now, am I? I'm Can in. I be like the dumb slutty? Wait, no. Well, you're, you're a, no, you're I, a you golden were, girl. You were kind of like um, B. Arthur slash still getting it up. Or you were like, ugh, shut uh, up. She's just dancing. Oh uh, God, uh, who's gonna fucking change the light bulbs around here? Because back the, in in the future, we'll be able to say fuck all the time. Oh God. Oh, oh those God. days. Uh, okay, you know what? Wait, what's your character? Uh, well, you, you, why don't you name me no, <laughs> since you've decided to oh, invent no. this character? Um, what about, uh, it shouldn't be a typical Indian name. No, it, it should, should be, be like Max. Like... <laughs> yeah, Max. Max. But, that, Max. but, I'm, but I'm thinking of Max. Max. I'm Did you of... empty the gray water? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a yacht thing? Well, I think it's like sort of a, I don't know, a either mobile thing? home or... <laughs> Oh, it's like the it's Gent- like the wastewater. Right, right. Oh, I, I I do everything. On oh, uh huh. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Max. Uh, where's the free range chicken? <laughs> I, should, I was gonna say it's in the tandoor, <laughs> which is like a clay oven that they use in India to to make tandoori chicken. Delicious. Mm. Thank yes. you, Max. That's exactly where it should okay, be. Good. Good. Good job for once. You're like uh, the Amelia Bedelia of the I, Florida we've Keys. We've lost all of our Indian listeners. Every single one of them. And they're going to think uh, I'm like a... Is there such thing as an Indian Uncle Tom? I have no idea. <laughs> no I'm not qualified to answer any of your rhetorical questions. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and, just... and dream of tandoori chicken because that sounds delicious right now. Uh, I think I'd be the Betty White. Uh, you would be? Yeah. yeah. I think I'll be like the, I'll be the kind of... Hey, you're sort of pulling the rug right from under me, huh? Yeah. Ah, I guess you steal all the scenes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think, I think Estelle Getty stole all the scenes in that show. And they were all scene stealers. Do you want to be the Betty White? No. You have 30 years to think about this. Okay. All right. You You get first dibs. I'll I'll play anyone. Wait a minute. If we're banking on cliches. Yeah. Like Max... Like the dumb, blonde, or now gray-haired, white-haired woman. You can still be blonde. The slutty woman. Yeah. The smart, sensible woman. And the, like, the old grandma who's cracking wise. Mm-hmm. Cracking mm-hmm. wise? Mm-hmm. That so- it sounds like I should be Estelle Getty when I say things like cracking crackin wise. wise. Um, so, I don't know where I was going with this. We're going to... Uh- 
Sim wants to move on. Sim, listen, we're we don't playing have to in a world no, of stereotypes. I, know, I realize that. I, okay, I get fine. it. I get it. I just don't want you to be offended. No, believe me. We're, <laughs> we're way past that. <laughs> okay. This is called How Would You Proceed? Okay. Your publicist calls you yeah. and tells you <gasps> that she has a huge endorsement offer for you. <laughs> yeah. It's a $3.8 million contract to star in a string in a string of Japanese commercials. I was just thinking of string. Like okay. you have to do like yeah. let's say five. Yeah. Great. Um, you will be the official ambassador for Kamada, which is a high end adult diaper. <laughs> yeah. Bring it up. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It's I not mean, it's not comedic. It's serious. No, but here's the thing is like I oh, okay. Well, because I talk about shitting a lot, so I feel like it's very on-brand. That's what we were thinking as well. <laughs> I feel like it's very on-brand, but I guess my question is like, can I, in America, make jokes about like, oh yeah, I'm an adult diaper spokesperson. Like, We'll check the contract, yeah. but I think that you can. If the contract says that I can have like a sense of humor about it sure. in my everyday life, uh-huh. yes. Okay, so you're okay with uh, the dramatic copy of Kamada? Uh, yeah. Right. You mean the dramatic copy that's like, I shit myself all I the think time. That, I think the script is something like this. Oh, wait, are you actually writing a script right She's now? writing a script right She's now. She's actually writing a script. We had nothing prepared because she decided that... I'm really excited. I don't think she knew that you were going to say yes. So now that you said yes to the 4.2, whatever, $3.8 million or whatever it yeah. is. Um, so she's writing copy for you right now. So okay. you have to say this exact copy. Great. How close are you? I mean, if, if I can do bits on it, what what a dream. I, but I'm thinking that I don't think you would do it for the money if it was a serious ad. Well, it's it's a serious ad in Japan, but I can... Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, do you want me to do both voices? I'll be... Whatever you want. Um, I'll do... Okay, I'll just do both to... But is this your... Wait, you've written before. This isn't like your first piece of... I'm, I was saying like, am I about to read your first piece of writing ever? You mean I have horrible handwriting? No, no, like your first... No, 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 no. <laughs> like, have you written... Really have do. you written like plays or screenplays or anything? Like, is this your first piece of original written work that I'm reading? Yes. Okay. That's Let's the original. <laughs> original on a Because that's pretty... It's pretty good. <clears throat> Mom? Yes? I think I shit myself. <laughs> Honey, Kamaka. <laughs> it's great. I would love it if you would do the last line with a little bit more um, empathy. Oh, uh-huh. Yep. So I think I should myself. Honey, Kamaka. Ooh, that was good. Yeah. Yep. I got chills. Just sold a lot of diapers. Worth every penny. <laughs> Just sold a lot of... I kind of want to seek that out now. I think that'd be really fun. Would you do it? Oh fuck yeah! Three point eight million I, for way less. Wait, how much would you do it for? I mean, a couple hundred thousand dollars. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. I don't believe you at it's all. It's a great story. Again, okay, you do it for the story. I what like a great this. story. I love this to philosophy. be like I'm an adult diaper salesman in Japan. <laughs> That's amazing. I make love to Kim Jong Un. <laughs> all stories. 
These are great stories. Yeah. It's all about the story. It's all um, about the story. I say words like percolate. <laughs> Actually, I really do love that word. Percolate. I don't know that many three-syllable, four-syllable. I say percolate a lot. Is it's 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 I like saying it. It's like let me mull something over. Oh, I'll percolate on it. Let me percolate on it. I like it too because it it's 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 very descriptive. Sim, Sim's bored. No, I'm not bored. I want to no, know. I, I, have, I have a question for you. Noise. Oh, yeah. What's your question? What do you think? We Should we call yes. some people right now? I think yeah. they're waiting for a call. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We should. Yes. Um, hey, Mom. Yeah? I think I shit myself. Oh, honey. Kamaka. i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I mean, it's great. That was amazing. I really felt like I was your mom. You were such a good mom. mom. You were such a good daughter. But mom, I did shit myself (laughs) again. And I forgot to put my kamakas on. Honey, hello? Hey, Molly? Anna's here, and so is Rachel Bloom. Rachel, say hi. 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 Molly, you missed something really funny, but I feel like I want to see it one more time. There is an ad or that, that Rachel Bloom may do for this Japanese adult diaper company. <laughs> it's called uh, Kamaka, and Anna wrote the script okay. for it. So what you're about to hear right now is the actual commercial. So okay, listen. You want me? Okay. I want you to You want me to be the daughter? You'll be the mom? Yeah. Okay. Mom? Yes? I think I shit myself. Honey. Kamaka. (laughs) What do you think, Molly? Do we sell you on adult diapers? I mean, it's amazing. It's going (laughs) to, it's going to sell. You were also a really good mom. I think that's going worldwide. You were a really good daughter. Thank you. No, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I'm so sorry, Daddy left. I also like the insecurity of I think I shit myself. (laughs) You know, when you shit yourself, you You know, know. but like you're always covering where it's like I think I shit myself. (laughs) I don't know. Can you check? Oh, Molly, I'm so sorry. We, no, we like we're having fun right no, now. No, please. But I know we have a situation to get to. Your your scenario is interesting. So you've just got out of a relationship. Uh, you're in a half long relationship, and you've been out for about four months. And now you feel like you're in a lose lose scenario. Tell us why you're feeling that way. So the reason I feel that way is because I um, when I moved to a new city for my job, I became really close with a lot of people I worked with and, and one person in particular in my office. And it was always kind of speculated that he had a crush on me, but you know, we never talked about it cause I was in a relationship. Um, but since getting out of that relationship and, and, um, going through some, some things with him, he's now told me that he wants more. And I feel like I, I'm in a lose-lose scenario because 
if I decide to do it and it, it goes poorly, then I lose my best friend and I lose a lot of, our lives are very interconnected. And if I don't do it, I feel like I still lose him because he's going to be so hurt that I don't want the same thing he wants. Do you have romantic feelings for him? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I feel like that hesitation says a lot. Yeah. If you're not into it, then, Oh, I was so funny. Yeah. I, I was going to say the opposite. Uh-huh. I feel like your hesitation to me said that you do. Oh, but, but I'm oh, wrong. Interesting. Can you tell us a story? Tell us what happened though. There's something happened before that. Give us a little bit of background. Yeah. So, so, um, we, we, like I said, our lives are very interconnected. We work together. We have the same groups of friends. Um, so we, uh, go out together a fair bit and in, in groups or, you know, just the two of us. And after a particularly drunk, drunk brunch, um, we ended up kissing and, I immediately felt terrible about it because I knew that it, it definitely meant more to, to him than it did to me. Molly, who um, initiated the kissing? That is an excellent question that I wish I knew the answer to. Was it in a car? I don't. Were you... She, she was drunk, so she I'm doesn't sorry. remember. No, but, but I just want to know like a setting. Oh. Do you remember yeah, where were the you? setting? We, we also live in the same apartment building, so we were in our apartment building. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, um... So it sounds to me like I think um, that Rachel's instinct was right, that you're you're just not into this dude and you don't know how to tell him that or like give him the well, signals. So I've 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 been this is another aspect that Sim I realized after talking to you yesterday that I didn't quite explain. Um, I had told him that, you know, I, I feel that when you're considering entering into something more with a best friend it's it's a hefty consideration just because you risk so much and I don't think that as somebody who doesn't know wholeheartedly how I feel about them that I can do that and he was really became really distant and really hurt by that and it kind of felt like everything blew up in my face because Ooh, it felt like I everything like I was quality. trying sorry go on Molly but I I just want to flag that I don't like that quality that he was really hurt I, I, I'll tell you about that later, but go on. I just, I just felt like everything I was trying to avoid um, by not pursuing anything and by, you know, pumping the brakes and saying, you know, I, I can't, I don't want to enter into a serious relationship. That's exactly what this would be. I'm not ready. I'm not at that point. I, you know, as much as I think you're a wonderful person, that's nothing I can do right now. I understand that he was hurt by that and that it, it, it was, he feels like he's been putting his feelings aside for so long and now there's an opportunity and I don't want to pursue that opportunity, but it felt like it didn't matter what I did. I was going to lose him either way. Well, um, Molly, and I want to give uh, Rachel a, a chance to also talk, but I feel like you are incredibly empathetic and I worry that you're taking on too much of his feelings. Um, and, and not honoring your own. Um, my mom gave me great advice, which I never took for, well, I didn't take it for a long time, but she said, always be selfish in love. And I never really even understood what that meant for a very long time. But what I now understand that it means is that you really have to, in order to love somebody properly and to be in a great relationship, you have to put your feelings first. And... 
I, you know, I don't like it that this guy, when you were trying to be honest and having a, an open communication with him, that he got really hurt and it made you feel guilty. Um, that's a big red flag to me. Anyway, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, you're not the bad guy in this situation, I guess, is is because I've been in that situation. I had a friend who was like really into me and it's not it's it's not your fault. I know it may seem like you're the bad guy, but I, I just read a book called Unrequited, which is about unrequited obsessive love and how society only gives the pursuers an acceptable template. There's no template for rejectors. But the fact is, all of us have to be the rejector at some point, and that doesn't make us bad people. And it's, I think that due to just the situation, which isn't your fault, you're probably going to, probably the healthiest thing for you to do is to just take a step back and try to not hang out with this guy as much in the next couple weeks couple months um if you truly don't want to date him he needs distance from yeah because the truth is sadly you know sim and i talk a lot about uh you know having a friendship that you know is sort of special because we're both heterosexual and we talk a lot about like the idea of like is it unique that men and women can have friendships and whatever blah 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 but um but i think that you're you're you know I think in this case, you just have to protect yourself. I hated that I just said protect again, but but I but mean. But here's it. the thing, though. I mean, from a guy's standpoint, I'm thinking right now if she's going to miss his friendship, but he's it but comes he's at he's too going he's going cost. to he's going to be crushed. And here's the thing: I feel like unless she completely tells him how she really feels, mm. she has to crush him. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. I and I feel like yeah. that's the only way it's ever going to get through to him. Yeah. Otherwise, he's always going to hang on to that, that little like maybe. Well, he'll a, say you just yeah. need time. If you're like, I just need time. Yeah. Then I mean, it's the same thing women do, where it's like you hang on to that one morsel right. of hope. Yeah. Right. And my dad always told me, the nicest thing you can do is tell a guy up front you're not interested, mm-hmm. and so he can move on. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly Molly, right. I will say though. I don't like it that he kind of freaked out. So I feel like if you do have this conversation, in my opinion, it is so it's I would advise doing it like on an email. I wouldn't necessarily advise like going to meet for a drink Hmm. Um, because uh, I just don't think that there are only a few things, in my opinion, a few things in life that deserve like a FaceTime contact. And I'm not quite sure that he, from his past behavior, that he necessarily deserves this. So I'm just saying this is a way to protect yourself from any, like, confrontation and also getting manipulated oh. into a deeper scenario. Mm. I, I, I don't, I don't want to give you the wrong idea. But I, I, and maybe I should have used different wording. He did, nothing like – it was nothing like I felt nervous or anything. It was just that he – was you could tell he was visibly hurt. He was he was avoiding me. He he you know no. where we and the only the only fly in the ointment with with this plan is that our lives are quite interconnected. We work together. We live in the same building. We have all the same friends. Mm. It's kind of tough to to just like extract it's, that part of yeah. my. <laughs> what, what about like like let's say Molly, you started dating somebody else would you feel 
really odd, like having this person, this new person in your life? Would you feel like, oh my God, what if so and so sees me like walking up to my apartment with? I feel like if I didn't alert him to the fact that I was seeing somebody and he found out by some way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it it's going to crush him. It will absolutely destroy right. him. That's yeah, why emails right. no, won't absolutely I've, destroy yes, him. I mean, I mean, because right now he's, he's hanging on to the hope that he has a chance. Totally, but but listen, but we all get fucking heartbroken in right, our lives. Right. But she needs to should. do that. But she has to, she has to do that sooner than later. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. But no, no. But I'm. I just don't want you to tell Molly that it's going to destroy him because yes, if it she will doesn't have that talk with him and she starts dating some other guy, right, right, right. Yes, sorry, Sim. I'm sorry. But that's what to... email's good about is a line in the sand without because when you're face to face, feeling naturally bad because you're empathetic might cause you to be like, well, maybe someday, you know. And you don't want to say that, and so email's just the cleanest way for you right, to do that. And and I know that you you work in the same place, but maybe there are little ways you can take a step back even when you're around someone you you know you can try to limit hanging out one-on-one when you're at a party maybe try to gravitate towards some other people there are little things yeah. you can do it's gonna be messy mm-hmm. but ultimately way less messy than dating the guy and then becoming known as a couple among your group of friends and then having to break right up. right and molly here's a weird bit of advice that's really specific though if you can because i'm guilty of this all the time of laughing too much like um out of pleasing some you know what I mean like even if I don't find something that funny so when you interact with him at your workplace and he tries to make a joke don't laugh (laughs) (laughs) right but here here's the thing how can she how can she maintain a friendship though because here's what you're doing she can't can't. but she she works with him they already are close friends there are so you're telling me that there's no way that they could ever be friends at this point no no they can be friends after a while i mean after a while after they get married and have kids no but my friend like i have a friend who (laughs) liked me for a long time and i i didn't like him and and it it passes i mean if you just draw that it line passes when he got another girlfriend right that's true. when it passed very true so he needs to start dating someone seriously for yep. this to be yeah okay that's good yep, yep. and then when he starts well, dating and someone and if you have feelings for him ooh. and then call us back <laughs> we'll give you whole new horrible advice <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I have encouraged him in the past that he should explore his options like even after he had you know told me he had feelings for me that he doesn't really date a lot of people so I had I had mentioned to him you know it would be a good idea to go out on a couple of dates and figure out what you like and and you know maybe you'll find that like you're holding on to an idea of something and it's not really what um you think it is but he was also just very adamant that he knew what he wanted and he wasn't interested in just dating for the sake of dating so um, wait, wait, wait but Molly, does is there anything? I know I not to. I'm sure he's a wonderful, wonderful person, and I know that you're gonna miss him as a friend if you know if you you know decide to go forward with keeping like creating a distance. But is there anything in your gut that makes you feel like a little bit nervous? He, if he, it seems to me, what I'm hearing is that he's pretty possessive over you, without being in a relationship with you, and that makes me a little bit nervous. No, nothing makes me nervous about the relationship. It's, you know, I, I know that 
we just get along. We have similar personalities. We have, it's, it just, it just seems like a natural fit, but I know in for me and where I am in my life right now, what he can offer me is not what I want or need. I don't want to, to be in a serious relationship. I don't want to risk the friendships and, and the, the life that I've created for myself. And that's really tough, but that's ultimately what I, I know I have to do. Yeah, it's I, just the thought of losing the friendship is crushing. Then you have to say no, never, never. And he'll get over it. It'll take time, but he'll get over it. And you know what? And Molly, you're going to make a shit ton of amazing friends in your life. And, and if he doesn't get over it, like, the, like this is the test for him. This is the test. Um, this is like when people, you know, show their true colors. <laughs> Wait, Rachel, this is when you were supposed to back me up because you're the singer. True colors. That's a little weird. Isn't it? And that's my life. Shining through. So don't be afraid. Oh. You, you miss shining through true color shining. All right. Anyway, I'm ashamed that I don't know any more lyrics to that song. I'm gonna make you <laughs> sing later. But Molly, but but truly, like the, this is a test for him. It's a test for you, and I think that that you have to uh, you have to be strong here, you know. And if he can't handle you not wanting to be in a relationship with you, then he doesn't deserve to be your friend, because that's not a good friend. Molly, for him to move on and for you to move on, you're going to have to tell him that it's not going to work out romantically. Do it in the best way you can so it doesn't completely crush him, but it has to be done and he's going to have to do and it. And I would totally do it over email. Hmm. Or post it on your Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and tag us. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, thank you so much for hanging out yeah, with us. Yeah, Molly, Good thank luck. you. Let us know. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. I love your podcast. I thank listen to it all you. the time. Thank you thank so much you. for your advice. It is certainly not unqualified. Oh my God. Aww. Well, Molly, thank you so much for for listening to us babble on and, and I love you and I know that all of these listeners love you and uh, and I know that you know, I know that things are gonna be okay and if this dude doesn't quite get it, um, that that's his problem. Good night, Molly. We love you, Molly. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye. Hey, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite musical? Assassins. Oh, I don't know that one. It's a it's a musical about every person who's assassinated or tried to assassinate a president. Oh. Yeah, it's it's a kind of um thematically about the American dream. Who's it's your really favorite dark. one? My favorite assassin? Yeah. Um, in the musical, because I can't speak to them as people, um, I really like uh, the character of Charles Gateau is very interesting, who assassinated Garfield, because he was kind of an insane person who thought he was going to be the ambassador to France. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Talk about delusion. <laughs> it's like maybe Borneo. Fine. Without France. <laughs> you don't get that shit without like really climbing some oh, shit yeah. ladders. He right? was delusional. It was a great song with him walking up to be hung. It's a great song. It's a dark show. Real dark. Real, real dark. What about the guy who tried to assassinate Reagan? Yeah, it's. um. Oh, it's uh, Hinkley. Hinkley. Because of Jodie Foster. He has a song that's a duet with Squeaky Fromm who tried to assassinate <gasps> Gerald Ford called Unworthy of Your Love. And is Squeaky still alive? Yes. She's about to get out of prison, I think. No, she will not get paroled. I don't know. I think she's about to get out. My grandparents saw her in a prison play years ago. It's the kind of thing my grandparents would do. They would go to prisons and watch plays. And was she like, Once upon a time. <laughs> No, it was play. also There's children's <laughs> theater. I like. <gasps> I was just trying to be squeaky. Can you be squeaky? Once upon a day. That was a better squeaky than what I did. All right, Sim's getting impatient. Look at him. Wait, wait, how? Why do you think I'm getting impatient? Because you totally are. Such bullshit. Wait, I hate Amy, this. come on. You have my back on this. <laughs> By the way, I'm doing better, right? Like, she does not have were, my back. There were, there were times where I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. How long have you guys been doing that? It was good. Uh, 15 months. Oh. Wow, I didn't know that. 15? It's awesome. And it was over a year. I didn't know exactly. So it's serious. Amy's the best. Oh, of course. Oh, wait, he said you just moved in, you combined dogs. (laughs) He showed me a picture of your combined dogs. Yeah, we did combine dogs. Five months ago, right? I know, and and our dogs love each other. That's great. It's incredible. It really is amazing. I love her so much. I don't know. I'm so happy to have Amy in my And she's making our country proud. A true American. (laughs) All right. We have one more call. Can we get to it? Yeah. All right. We're calling Melissa. And Melissa is in Northern California, and she's 24. Um, I do. Did you guys still feel a little bit? Can we talk about this later? About the I, scariness of that of the friend. God, I mean. Hello. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hi. <laughs> Anna just said hi to you. Hi. Hi, Anna. Hi, Melissa. Anna, tell Melissa who's here. Oh, we've got Rachel Bloom here. She is a star of Crazy, My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, oh and my she, goodness. She's amazing. She's funny. She's brilliant. She's beautiful. She's giving me super sexy eyes right now. Please stop doing that. I am married. Hi, Rachel Bloom. Oh, my gosh. I have to tell you, I love Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I mean, thank you for representing my, or thanks for letting represent, representation of my people be there. I'm Filipino. so. Oh, my I God. Well, okay. We instantly bond. See, I feel now towards Filipino people the way that I feel about meeting fellow Jews. There's like a dog whistle connection there. So now I'm really excited. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great! I'm so happy. Look at that! I I had no idea, that. by the way. It just, Wait, so it just worked Melissa, out. Melissa, you're you're are you first generation, second generation? 
Um, what? Well, I, yeah, I'm very Filipino. Everyone, I'm actually from the Philippines. I moved six years ago. So. Oh wow! <laughs> and you're in North. Um, actually, Vinny was on my show. He grew up in Daly City. Um, oh really? Yeah, yeah. And oh, which how I, funny. <laughs> which I know is is in Northern California and very heavily Filipino. Oh, yeah. There's tons of Filipinos yeah. here. Definitely feel at home in San Francisco. <laughs> yes. So that's where he grew up. Anyway. So tell us what's bothering you about one of your best friends. So I have a friend who we've been friends for a very long time. And she's always had this, thing, you know, she's a very good friend. Like whenever I need her, she shows up, you know, like she always remembers my birthday, things like that, you know. But she, she and my other friend, like we've always had a problem with her where she never listens to us. She um, will have a three-hour three-way call, and it'll be just her talking with us going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And anytime we try to, you know, interject, she always just says, anyway, and go takes it right back to her. And that was very, you know, we, we found it funny in high school, but we're, you know, becoming adults now. And me and my other friend were talking about how it's getting a little bit annoying now. And we kind of feel like we're wondering, like, is it too late to confront her, you know, because we let it, we feel like it's almost our fault because we created a monster where she, she just keeps doing it and she, she she barely notices. She doesn't notice that no one is listening or, you know, that we didn't get to talk the whole time or that when we talk, she's not listening or responding. So, I feel yeah. like you're describing me. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. That's how narcissistic I am. I'm okay, no, so is, insecure. True narcissists no, never say this that. Is not, That's Anna, the thing is, is, is if you're I'm like this person. I'm a complicated narcissist. <laughs> but wait, but let me ask you this though, Melissa. Does she combine your friend with a know-it-all quality? Like if you say something like, I've, I've always wanted to, I don't know, go through the Panama Canal. And she says something like, I've been through the Panama Canal. <laughs> And it's not that great. <laughs> it's kind of her. Like, she's always like, you know, she has she she has specifically said before, like, I just wish everyone would let me help, you know, everyone would let me help them because I just know I know how to help them. So here's my here's my important question, because I actually I know the type of person you're talking about. Um, what if I just said her name right? I was like, I know exactly. Who, no. Um, what is the percentage <laughs> of time when you're hanging out or talking to this person that you are getting joy and the percentage of time you're annoyed? That's a good question. I like um, that. I like it. So since I moved from the Philippines, I feel like when I, um, like, I feel like it's like now turned to 80% annoyed, 20%, like, it's acceptable. Like, it's definitely changed over the years. Like, oh, I so feel she's like back, the in, the Phil- she's back like, in the Philippines? Sorry. Oh, yes. Like, we Got just it. do like a tour. We talk two or three times a week. And my other friend who was in our group, she's still back home and she kind of deals with it like a hundred, she's getting to like a hundred percent annoyed lately. <laughs> and she was so excited to hear that, I, you know, that I was going to ask you guys, because she, we've been clueless. We don't know what to do about it. <laughs> I feel like Melissa, your friend might be really jealous. Um, Cause in my experience, the, the friends that I've had that are sort of that, you know, whatever, talk, talk a lot and are kind of know-it-alls are, um, are feel threatened by whatever positive things are happening in my life. And um, so uh, I think take that into consideration. I have literally had to, I had to sit a friend down and tell her that I was breaking up with her. Um, I needed a, I needed a friendship break is what I said. Um, 
it was really hard and awful. It felt like breaking up with a boyfriend. But um, but now we're friends again and we have a really, really strong friendship and it's better than before because we sort of rechecked ourselves um, and with like a little distance. And, and who knows what um, why your friend has a lack of curiosity about your life I, I, I strongly believe that tendency, really, like I said earlier, comes from jealousy. Um, she has to prove to you and your other friend that she's doing stuff of importance, that her life is exciting and worthwhile or whatever. But I think that what she's really saying is like, please love me, I'm jealous of you. I think that the type of thing you're describing is just someone's personality and that can change. I've been in situations with friends where we've annoyed each other and I had one friend who we took a break and now he's back to being like my best friend. And you can ask this person, can you listen more? But at the end of the day, you can't really change someone's personality and it sounds like she's in an immature place. Dare I say kind of stunted to still where you guys were in high school because it sounds like you and your other friend have moved on and you're maturing and she's kind of still the same she was when she was you know, 16, 17. So I think you can try one conversation of talking to her and being like, you need to listen more. But if she doesn't get it, it might just be a time to subtly take a step back because you can't change people's personalities. And sometimes friendships aren't meant to last forever. That's so true. And we put so much pressure on ourselves as women, I think, to have a la- like a lifelong friendship. My husband has so many lifelong friendships and it makes me, it used to make me really insecure because he's friends with people he's known since he was five, six, but they're really cool people. And the people that I've known since I was young, for the most part, I haven't, I don't connect with or haven't stayed in contact with. And that's, it's okay to It's okay. On. It is. Because you know what? We yeah we that's growth, and when you find yourself not having as much in common with people, and the only thing you have in common is your hometown, or you know the restaurant you liked, or you know whatever your high school mascot or whatever, um, sometimes that's just not enough, and there's too many other things going on, too many other people to talk to, and um, and that's okay. That's okay. We shouldn't feel guilty about that at all. And I'm sure there's a subconscious part of her deep down that is catching the vibe and knows that you guys aren't listening to her and maybe is even talking more to overcompensate for the weirdness. Like chances are the person knows there's something off. Um, And so it's doing her a service to also talk to her and then maybe take a step back. It, It helps everyone. Yeah. But the actual physical thing of saying something like, physical but um but saying to your friend here's the here's the thing is what does melissa actually say to her friend like Mm -hmm. can i that's totally what i'm wondering yeah sure and i'll I'll say that she's very sensitive like sure when we hear her complain about other people and they're just saying normal things like normal criticisms like oh you know that wasn't very nice she will hold that to forever right right. (laughs) you can't coddle her what would you What would you sure. say, Anna? This is like. I, what would you say? I would say, "Honey, I love you so much, and I miss you so much." There's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now uh, in my life. I feel like our conversations are are one sided at this point. I'd like to take a couple months 
break. I'd like I'd like to take a, a couple months off. So you're, so you're saying, uh, uh, seriously, like a break, like a real break. Yeah, two months. Can I can I call you? You know, in two months. I love you. Well, I she's know knowing that she's very sensitive. Like yeah, how, maybe just like, give oh, her. A, maybe give her a. Do you want to? Should she give her this one is chance? The problem though is that we have like sensitive people. We're all fucking sensitive. You know what I mean? So you have right. to mm-hmm. give people the chance to rise to the occasion. Is this person going to rise to the occasion? Her? But has okay. So has, Melissa, have you given her any warnings? Like, has she? Does she probably? This is going to come out of the blue. Uh, Don't forget. Uh, this right, is not right. going to yeah, be like rise to the occasion. This point. is going to be completely out of the blue for for Melissa's friend, right? Am I am I wrong about this, Melissa? But if oh you do, no, you're to, you're totally right. It's it's like not going to be anything that's changed. It's not like oh yeah, this is different now. She's kind of just the same, and then like, it's, her pers- it's her person. It's her personality. It I mean, you can't really give notes on someone's personality. Uh, I mean, all you can the most sensitive. I mean, if you truly want to be sensitive, you can just be like, hey, I actually just don't have time. If you're talking to her two three times a week, yeah. That's, That's a, a lot. lot. Like a you lot. can just say like, "Hey, I um, I talk to people like once every four months." There is something if your fundamental problem is with her personality, which it sounds like it is. There is something to telling just a little bit of a white lie, being like, "Hey, you know, things have gotten so busy. I think I just need to scale back for now, uh, just on the conversations because there's so much going on, and you know, in my life here." That's way better advice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just depends on the situation, but it. If it's if it's not like a recent thing, you can't give a note on if a sensitive person giving a note but on their we're personality. All sensitive, no, though. we're all sensitive, but there's just nothing. This person's not going to suddenly. Well, if you if you don't care about being friends with this person again, <laughs> there is something <laughs> just be being cool. like like Listen, me. You're basically giving this person a note, and it's not a, it's a you're note giving that, them a note on their fundamental yeah, personality, exactly, and, and they're not going to take it well. And they're not going to take it well. It might help her in the long run. Right, it just might take her a, right. a but while. Right, from, but from a, a a really close friend, they're not going to take it well. They're not going to take it well. But then that's when you sort of lick your wounds, you assess some shit, and then you like decide, like you know what, I I realized that I wasn't listening to my friend Melissa, who's you know I miss, and I mm-hmm. but and I wasn't like inquiring about her life, and maybe that hurt her feelings. I mean, maybe the sensitive way is to be like, hey, so we love, you have such a big personality. And usually, like, in the past, I, we we love listening to you, but so much is going on in our lives right now. Is there some way we could make the conversations just a little more equal and maybe give that to her? That way it's like... I love that idea, but I wouldn't include the friend. Then she's going to feel okay. Oh, 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 that it's just you. Right. That it's, that it's like, so much is going on in my life recently. I'm just starting to realize that... By default, we all end up talking about you. So I would love for this to be more of a give and take. That would be the way to do it, maybe? Make it sound semi-recent? Oh my gosh, that sounds so great, actually. You're also in like the weird position of having a three-way friendship, which with women is very tricky, mm-hmm. at least in my experience. Not that I shouldn't be, but like... But it is. It's tricky because, um, because you know, everyone's sort of vying for... A first place position, which is why I hate bridesmaids, by the mm, way. That's mm-hmm. another topic. But um, so uh, just keep in mind that your friend is probably feeling really, really threatened by uh, your your friendship with your other friend. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know your friend. If your friend's not going to respond to, you know, you yeah. need to listen to us more. And if it's all of it's going to do is just make her upset, 
then the white lie might be the best approach. I totally agree. You know your I'm, friend better than uh, me. Let's white lie it. Let's fucking white lie it. But, you know, it could change her life. You never know. But, again, I don't know this person. But do you feel like this friend is capable of changing? Is she able to give you what you want out of a friendship? Um, you know, that's what makes me feel like me and my friend have debated about this forever because she's so good at so many other aspects of friendship. Mm. Like, she's so, like, you know, for example, like, I'll say, you know, oh, my gosh, I'm having a hard time with this. She will show up and she'll be there with brownies or, you know, or she's the only friend who's visited me so far Mm. from that group of friends, you know, from the Philippines. And, you know, and we always have a good time and we'll do things. But then something about one-on-one conversations. And in a group, by the way, she's great in a group. You won't notice that she doesn't talk about herself as much in a group or with people that she doesn't, she's not familiar oh, with. Uh, I think it's she's really scared just... Of, she's scared of losing you. Yeah. She misses you. But if she's oh, always been kind of annoying, she, she it sounds like you. she's always been kind of just this personality type. Yeah, it might just yeah, be like, totally. hey, I, it's, it might just be the thing of like, hey, I, I just really can't talk two, three times a week. Um, we just, we just need to scale back. Or, I'm so sorry. Or, or, what if we, what if like there was a more on? What if Melissa said to her, uh, "I love you so much. I, I've been noticing in our conversations, you do a lot of the talking, and sometimes it hurts my feelings that you don't ask me what's going on. I miss you. I love you. Will you ask me what's going on in my but, life? Yeah, well, that's exactly what I would say. But, but but can women say that to other women? I have no idea. I think idea. so. Why not? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's, it's the question it's of will of love. It, it's just the question is will it help? It's, it's like clearly it okay. It's 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 clearly though that Melissa that that this your friend misses you, if hmm. she misses you and she she loves you and I so I really understand now what you're saying when you talk about her being sensitive because um, I, I think that she's she's jealous and she's she's felt a loss and and so and so it, like if you can articulate your feelings honestly and accurately and with kindness and love um i i think that'll be her test if she hears it hmm. that's amazing and you guys will have a wonderful friendship for a lifetime if she doesn't hear it there's going to be some Bumpy patches. But. That's such a good point. I mean, they tell you that when you're dealing with, you know, abusive spouses or parents, that all you can control is your own boundaries. You can't control how they're going to react. And so what matters now is your boundaries and your sense of well-being and the fact that this person isn't bringing you joy and life's too short for this person, mm-hmm. for a friend to bring you, like, annoyance and misery and, and drama. And so whatever you need to do to establish your own boundaries is, like, the most important thing because you can't control how she's going to feel. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's very true, yeah. No, that's so true. Melissa, we have to go. Hey, Melissa. Um, okay, well, thank you thank so much. Thank you um, so much. I just want to say I've been a big fan, Anna, because... I like always like my friends and I, best friend and I, we would quote the um, ho- we would quote House Bunny all the time. Like every time I see Mahi Mahi or a manhole. So thank you so much. This is so cool. <laughs> um, all right, hey Melissa, we love you and thank you so much for for asking us for our unqualified advice. And please let Thank us know. So yeah, let us know things. how it goes. Let yeah. us know what you decide to do. But you do. know what? I I I've got a funny feeling that you've got a lot of love in your heart, and I think this friend is missing you. That's my final stuff. Yeah. All right. I love you. Bye, Melissa. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Before we wrap it up, I want to talk about the second season of... Are you scared to do your finger? I'm going to do it after. But okay. we, have, we have to talk okay. about the, the second season, which is coming up, of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah. I, wanted, I told you this earlier, and uh, Amy went into the, to the ladies' room or the bathroom, but I... What are you doing? I'm just oh. adjusting myself. Oh, okay, I thought you wrote me a note. Jesus. <laughs> but do you want I, to I had never script? seen your show until last night. Right. I decided to watch. Okay, I'll you know I'll watch the pilot and see how it is, and because um, I needed to watch the pilot at it's least. It's so good. Thank you. I watched four episodes in a row, and this is around like one a.m. or two a.m. I would have watched more if I wasn't almost falling asleep. four hours of your time. This is a. Person I'm going to. I'm going to go. I'm going to go back or Game of Thrones. Wow. I'm going to go back and watch all of the episodes because or it blew me away. Oh, and you left off it. You left oh, yeah, off yeah. it. Okay, she's back now. Okay, Hi. so Amy's been a fan for a long time. And Hi. She, and Thank she, you, Amy. And she has. She told me you're going to like it. You're really. I'm like. I'm not going to like this show. I'm not going to watch this show. There's sure. no way in hell. I'm ever. I. They, I don't watch much TV. I watch sports and there's a few shows like Silicon Valley, but like I. I'm like there's yeah yeah it's so weird yeah. look if people are turned off by the name the name in our heads was always meant to the be the name turns decon- me on it, name used to me was always meant to be deconstructed from like a f- the point of view of a woman and so for whatever reason like it turns people off but uh, does I, it really yeah I don't know it's the whole thing okay but, but, but it's, it's, it's you know what I, I it's but I knew it was a female centric show and sure and I didn't think I was gonna like it but sure. I gotta tell you I was laughing my ass off and oh. I kept what did I keep saying Amy I said like okay I thought it was gonna be done after the first episode but I ended up staying to watch every other like, so you other, just yeah. you just finished the taco festival episode I finished we're the that. we're past that yeah yeah, yeah. what oh. about the Oregon fire uh, that's the season <laughs> The Oregon bringing the coffee pot and starting a fire. Uh, oh, you're past that. So I don't know oh, what so you happens. More than four. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go back and watch some more. I love. Can I, just, dear listeners, the show is fucking hysterical. Thank it you. is really fucking great. Thank and you. And you're not only you're a subtle, brilliant actress that has these un. You have these unbelievable. Also, like you have this vocal quality. I wish I knew what that was like. But um, no, you, like you, you, the blending in from sort of because it's hard to straddle that world between um, the idea of sort of you know big, big I don't know surreal moments, sure, and uh, and and human moments that feel like oh that's very relatable. But you do it 
brilliantly. Thank you. That and means so much, especially coming from you and you guys. Thank you. When is the second season coming out? It comes out this Friday, uh, October 21st. Ooh. So. It's really exciting. Yeah, it's a pretty big, it's a lot happens. So for everyone that has <laughs> not seen the first, I'm sure most people have seen the first season. I know well, I mean, Amy has seen the first season. Amy loves it. She's been trying to get me to see this. I can't believe it's taking me this long, but it's incredible. It's on Netflix, so anyone can watch the it first is. season now. All eighteen episodes from the first season like are on Netflix? Netflix. Well, it's on CW normally, so I don't really no, get to work. It's not with a Netflix. Netflix show. It's a ever since it got on Netflix, especially in the UK, people just assume it's a Netflix show. That's how oh. I have been watching it, okay. which made which adds you know, gives us sexiness. <laughs> yes, no, but we're on the CW here, and so channel it's broadcast. Five. So Channel here. Five here, or Channel. It's usually like Channel Five or Nine, I think. Let's wrap it up now. Bunch of boobies and butts. <laughs> boobies and butts and boobies and butts and Sim is swirling his finger around. <laughs> boobies and butts and a boobies and butts. Thank you all. Oh, we love you. Good wait, night. wait, wait, wait. Oh. Hold on. What? What? Let's thank our guests for being here. Hey, Rachel Bloom, thank you so much. I'm sorry I was so rude. What? I got consumed you're in like the boobies the least, and the butts. You're like the least rude person I've ever met. I'm so happy to be here. Thank, thank you for you. inviting me into your home and giving me this liqueur. Or is it LaCroix? I don't know. People, I want to say LaCroix. I want to say LaCroix too. But everyone says it's LaCroix, which makes really? no sense. We talked about this with Dak Shepard. We have no idea. No clue. That's a very impressive thing to say. Ugh, I, I talked about this with Dak Shepard. No, but uh, it wasn't like name droppy. It was because, no, 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 it's I because know. his, his you have a podcast. Because, yeah, exactly. Where you happened, the people. same conversation happened. Yeah, exactly. That's just a great LA thing. It's so like stupid. I was talking I just, with I Dak Shepard like, the other I, day. It sounded so name droppy and it sounds so douchey. No, but you host a. A podcast where you literally talk to names. God damn it. I was um, talking to Chris yesterday. Um, I was about to be like Chris Pratt. Chris, <laughs> Chris Pratt. Oh, um, so named my wrong. husband. Um, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy and Jurassic World. And, <laughs> I hope that you just drop his IMDb uh, whenever you introduce <laughs> Um, but I was telling him, I was like, honey, um, oh my God, why the fuck won't our steam shower work? I mean, (laughs) like it says to push the button, but how long do I have to push it for? And he was like, babe, you got to push it for two seconds. (laughs) And I was like, fuck, is this shit really happening? (laughs) So then I ended up pushing it for two seconds, and sure enough, it worked. It's like, I don't know. That's like, such a great story, Anna. It had a real beginning, middle, and end. To it. <laughs> Turns out I got clean. <laughs> Follow us on Unqualified on Twitter and Facebook, and on uh, what's the other one? Facebook, Twitter, Snap, Instagram, Snapchat. Instagram. Yeah, we're no, we're big on Instagram. And um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, it, season Ooh. two premiere is, uh, when is it again? Friday, October 21st. Friday, October 21st. And thank, thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel Bloom. My pleasure. Wait, we didn't get you to sing. Hey, wait, do you know that song, Take Me Back to Manhattan from Anything Goes? Oh. Come on. Wait, why am I blanking on it right now? Take me back to New York. Oh, see. Wait, wait, will you give us at least like a, a little bit of a jingle from one of your favorite musicals. Sure. Well, like here, we'll end it with that. All right. Okay. Go for it. Okay, this is the song from Assassins that I like when the guy's walking up the cakewalk to be hung. 
Look on the bright side, look on the bright side, look on the bright side of the Lord. This is your golden opportunity. He is the mantle, you his sword. That was amazing. Yes. Good night, everyone.